Okay, good afternoon or good morning or good evening, wherever you happen to be. Um, so I have with me a really exciting guest today, um, someone I'm really looking forward to talking to. It's Widget from Chit Beer in Thailand. Um, I don't know where to start here because Chit it's has... It's good, yeah. I think good, good enough, good introduction, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll do a bit more because you're actually an amazing figure because you're basically a legend. I've, I've talked to a few people in Asia and you're pretty legendary in the Asian beer scene. I mean, you are known everywhere and you're you're the godfather of home brewing and craft brewing in Thailand. It basically didn't yeah, exist. The <laughs> but it, it just, it, it just did happen. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it just an accident, you know. <laughs> I, I thought it's an accident. Yeah. It's just accident, yes. <laughs> but um, it, I mean, we can go into the background that because you're also probably very refreshing because mostly you hear about you know beer and alcohol being the source of all evils in society and all the problems, and you have a way more positive attitude with than than that. You think it can it can be a force for a positive force? All right, I think you mean you would like me to tell a little bit of the background story of, of cheap beer so yeah. so so our audience can can get where, where i'm from <laughs> yeah exactly because it is a it, it's a it's a strange route to get to where you are exactly yeah so i think i i i i discover homebrew when when i was in uh, in atlanta georgia in 1996 okay yeah. uh I think American friends he, he picks me up and and open a, a bottle of homebrew in 1996. So I know that that at that time that people can make it at home. <laughs> and so I I I graduated um, in the year 2003. I came back to Thailand and. I think I, I, I tell my brother, my, my close friends that, you know what, one, one day I, I will brew beer for you. <laughs> that's, I, that's in 2003 when I say that. But in my imagination, <laughs> I think I will brew beer when I was 55 or 60 uh, when I retired from the, from the Thai army. <laughs> and um, I think uh, my sweet imagination is uh, I want to brew beer to kill my loneliness. <laughs> so if I brew beer, if I have beer, friends gonna come over and 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 um, if they have a party, at least you know they can invite shit. Remember that shit can't be so 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 that's the game plan. <laughs> that's that's the game plan. But but. But ten years ago, I, I I play on the internet and and I saw the uh, they they sell the homebrew kits online, uh, MrBeer.com. <laughs> so MrBeer.com. So I I click on it and and then two weeks later, you know the um, the brewing kits are sent from from the US uh, to 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 Bangkok, Thailand. <laughs> And and I started brewing, I think in year 2011. But the first the first two batches is is undrinkable. 
<laughs> did, did I hear it? I, I, yep. And, yeah, and but, but I haven't. And, but I also have another dream. I I I would like to to have a house near the Chabria uh, River on the river bank. So one year later, I I got the house uh, on concrete. It's uh, in the middle of Chabria River. So I bring my 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 third batch on the island, and uh, yeah, it's it's successful. It's, it's become a beer on the third batch, <laughs> and I think um, the rest is about the, the 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 history of cheap beer and also the history of uh, of the Thai club beer movement. I think after that, uh, more and more people they heard about it, and so they crossed the river and and they want to see how I grew beer. Right. So, I mean, so I suppose the first thing is, before you try that that home brew in in America, had you like what beers, if any, had you been drinking, or is it mostly I I drink um, a kombucha beer. I I, I drink of course a Budweiser, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I think nineteen ninety six when 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 I study when 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 I look back and and. Bit more about the craft beer movement in in the US. I think by by that time uh, the craft beer movement in the US already started. Um, I think uh, 10, 20 years ago, but it's still still difficult. I, I I don't know that they call craft beer. So mostly I I drink the commercial beer, <laughs> so, um, and and that's one thing that I I regret. <laughs> <laughs> I should do. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I should explore more about club beer in the US when when it was uh, when it was there, but uh, but I cannot fix it in the past. Yeah, you can't regret your life. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So you went to America. You, I mean, you got a PhD there. You, um, and then you you came back, like you said. So home brewing is it? It was illegal at that stage. It still is. I think um, it is illegal by 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 that time. Um, even now, it's still it's still illegal. <laughs> but but we do it anyway because you know um, one thing special about Thailand. You know, <laughs> anything you can do, maybe maybe you cannot do. Anything you cannot do, maybe maybe you can do in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good answer, actually. You mentioned there that your first two batches of beer came out wrong. Did I read that you were throwing away the yeast? Exactly. <laughs> At first, I thought I thought it's about the uh, the ferment, fermenting temperature. So I tried to move my uh, my fermenter around my <laughs> bedroom in the in, in the restroom, and then. I thought it's, uh, the temperature is too high. It's about 25, 26 Celsius. But uh, on the third batch, you know, you know, I always say that um, a guy, um, uh, the engineer, you know, the first thing when you see the manual, what do you do? Of course, you throw it away, right? <laughs> because because we can imagine how things work, okay? But uh, because of the last batch, so I better read the the, the the menu one more time. Maybe I I I did not understand. Maybe I, I misunderstood on anything. And then I I saw the last line on the menu. 
this uh, sprinkle the yeast yeast <laughs> under the lid. So <laughs> every time when I open the can, I saw a little package, uh, and I thought it's a it's a chemical. <laughs> so I throw it away every time. But but this time, you know, I pick it up and and I read there's a a, a five print. Spell like Y E A S T. So it's a yeast. <laughs> so I never put the yeast in the, in the fermentation. I thought the yeast is already in the can. <laughs> so yeah, I can imagine if you'd opened your bar with that one, it wouldn't have sold at all. Just wart. <laughs> so so I I guess we take it from that that you're self-taught in brewing. You've gone out. You, Yes, yes, I think, but but uh, third match is on the twenty third of uh, I think it's Sunday, twenty third of uh, December, two thousand twelve, and okay. and and I think after a guy test my beer and 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 he speak very sweet that that. Are we drinking this beer like in Bavaria, Germany, something like that? Like um, the, the the imagination is, is is blowing. So so that's that make me so happy and, and and so grateful. So after that, you know, I you know I I have the the encouragement and and and, and I want to do more. So I keep ordering the brewing kits from I think uh, uh, homebrewstuff.com is located in, in Idaho in the US <laughs> they keep sending me the, the, the brewing kits and, and, and I keep brewing and, and, and everything you know go very smoothly and, and, and a lot of fun and, and more and more people uh, they want to, to know to learn more about home brewings and and after that um they asked me to teach them how to brew beer and that's how i i i think it's about one year later i i opened the uh, uh, chip brewing academy to teach uh thai people how to do home brew it's like a beer kindergarten <laughs> but is the, at that stage that was after you had the bar already opened, was that you? You opened the brewing academy after the bar. Is that right? I opened the brewing academy. Uh, I said about, about a, a year after I, I keep brewing, and more and more people uh, come come to see me on the island. You're right. Okay. That's, but yeah. but but. That's a very, very important step of the craft beer movement in Thailand because uh, after they graduate from, from my academy, uh, each one of them, you know, uh, want to brew at home and, and they have to buy more, they have to buy all the equipment and, and they cannot order everything from the U.S. like what I did. But actually, they, they discovered that... Um, there are the importer, a mall importer from Germany uh, live nearby. There are the uh, vendor that import um, uh, a draft beer equipment 
located nearby. So, so everything actually already there, but, but we didn't know it, it's there. Right. So I think the one, <clears throat> the most important, uh, I used to spend about what, um, $500 a month okay. just for fun. <laughs> to, to, to order to order the, the blueing kits and equipment ingredients from the US but once we discovered that everything already there um, in the local area um, we can reduce the cost per batch 20 liter to about thirty dollars okay dollars to be thirty dollars and, and and after that everything uh, quite easy and and and, and the home blue exploding from 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 there. And what were you? What did you start off like at that for the first year? What were you brewing? Was it all one style of um, experimenting? We we um, we blew. I think we ordered the kits. Um, I think it's it's a it's a whole clan blowing uh, starting from batch number eleven. Before that, we we blew from from extract, okay. from our extract, I uh, think, and then batch number eleven, we we start uh, uh, the uh, uh, brewing from from the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it was a yeah. So it was a gradual kind of kit experience, and then finding exactly. the ingredients, and then the first thing you you have to get used to how to clean <laughs> from it, how to clean the equipment. And 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 the beer is drinkable in two weeks, and I think it gives you more confident, and, and you want to step up. Yeah. And while all while you were learning this, this is what you were then also selling in the bar. You you'd set up the bar, you were learning as you went, and you were still people were still coming to. Exactly everything everything uh, start uh, uh, very informal but but gradually we 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 add more equipment we we open bar we expand the bar we every weeks every week uh, new things happen at 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 um at the barn and and at the breweries you know and were and, you were you one of the like were you maybe the only craft craft bar craft brewery in in Bangkok or in all of Thailand at that stage? I think before I start my home brewing, some people already brew at home, expat, something like that, but but they're doing it in, in, in private session. They, they don't open, uh, they don't do it, it publicly. <laughs> so I do it in, in the public and, 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 and you know, the, the idea and the message is, is spread out like a fire because I think by that time many people are watching the uh, the homebrew video from YouTube and okay. and they keep asking why can we we make me at home and once they learn that uh, uh, it already start a homebrew uh, lab homebrew session and, and you know more and more people keep keep coming so it's getting popular and one year later you know someone that i i wish 
I do not invite them. They 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 show up in my bar. <laughs> the so, official. So you never had to. So one them. one year later, you know, the the official came because it's so it it's so popular, and and, and they heard about it, and and they want to come to check it out, and 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 that's the first file by 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 the official. In <laughs> I think I think in October. 2014. That's the first. Uh, that that's the first time. <laughs> a memorable date. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, but uh, it's it, it's quite experience. I thought I I I want to fight. You know, for for the justice. You know, I want to fight for the right for bluing. But uh, you know, the the network. You know, the knowledge. Uh, it it's too small. So I, I I better I better uh, say yes to everything um, that they want, but one thing that I I I say no, I keep doing <laughs> again. <laughs> and how many times have you been fined since? Yeah, yeah. So I think from that first time, but right now it's about ten years of cheat me and and eight times already that that that, that I have to pay. <laughs> so not not quite so about once a year <laughs> they come along yeah mostly it's about once a year <laughs> <laughs> and is there okay i mean that, that's obviously because it's illegal is there anything more that can that can they do anything more serious to you could you no actually i think um the i think not the fourth time you know they the the central department uh they want to. They want to see me. They want to know who's couldn't uh, wish it. You know, <laughs> getting fired for four times already, but still stubborn and 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 keep doing. And they want to see my face. <laughs> so I, 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 I went to their office and, and and show up. And once they know that, I also the uh, a government official. <laughs> And they want me to stop, but I say no <laughs> because I I already delicate my life <laughs> for for the change. <laughs> so I so I I, I asked them back. Uh, do you think uh, the law about uh, brewing home brewing some uh, do any justice for Thai people? And and they say no. <laughs> and I, I asking them, um, do you know how to change? And, and they say, I don't know how to change. <laughs> so I said, uh, close your eyes. <laughs> I know how to change. I know how to change. I know how things change in Thailand. You know, um, if you want to change uh, the law, you you got to have the power. But changing people, no need. So. That's my approach of fighting for for the right for brewing right in Thailand. So I start. I said changing the people, change one people at a time. And if a thousand people brewing and the law doesn't change yet, let do it. Ten thousand people, let do it. Hundred thousand. Thai people brewing, and let's see if 
the law change. And if not, let do the blowing the whole Thai public, you know, the whole nation blowings, and 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 and, and that's my that's my mission statement. All right. And, and how so, so, and and that so so I think when when I walk out from from that office, uh, I think I think I win. I win in terms of logic. <laughs> I remember that when uh, when I start telling you a story from the beginning that uh, I want to brew uh, to kill loneliness, right? But after I I get caught by by the excite department, you know, uh, now I I I change my message, you know. From brewing, killing the loneliness, I I want to brew to change my country, <laughs> and a, a, a better vision. Because I think whenever Thai people can make beer at home, this is a small change, but I think it's a big change in terms of mindset. It it is so much change in terms of mindset. It's about the powers in your hands and and. and once you know how to exercise your power by doing beers, and I expect you can realize the power in your hands more than just a brewing beer. So now I think I want to use beer as a, as a tool, you know, to wake up Thai people to their right, and 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 and, and that's what I mean: a brewing, changing Thailand. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it, it, it's a great vision, but it's it's not something you normally hear people talking about. We you know for home brewing, so it's it's interesting to see it. That's something that, in essence, is so small. You think can change, can have such a huge impact. Exactly, and I thought it's the is the asymmetry bet. You know, I bet I bet everything. I think I. I bet my life, I bet my future, I bet I take risks, you know, by breaking this law. Uh, hope for hope for the best, hope for hope for the change, hope for the future. But you know, if if it doesn't go as I plan, you know, at least you got a good beer to bring. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good fallback. <laughs> yes. At least, you know, you got a good friend, you got a good company, you know, besides you. Hey, what's that? That's what I call the, the asymmetric bet. So, yeah, that's why I, I, I'm willing to, to bet my life for it. <laughs> Nothing to lose, but the upside is so, it's so real, it's so infinity. Right. Yeah. No, it's fun. And how many people, how many people have you had go through your, your school first, I suppose? I I graduate about five hundred uh, Thai people a year. Okay. Okay. And you've been doing so that for about five to ten people a week. Five hundred blue a year and for ten years, so it's right. about five thousand. Right. But but then but they teach other people to brew beer too. Yeah. So. So right now we have, I think, roughly about, I think, about hundred thousand Thai people brewing beer at home. Now. Okay, that, that, that that's a lot. That's a huge amount. And have any of them gone on to set up like breweries and bars as well, or 
Are they all oh, the yeah. same? And, 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 and after that, you know, they, some people just uh, brewing for themselves, for friends, but some people uh, go on for commercial and, and we have a different path for commercial. Uh, I think in year 2014, 15, most uh, brewer they they go abroad and and do the contract brewings from um, Cambodia, Taiwan, Vietnam, Japan, uh, Australia, and and Singapore. Okay. okay. And the. Uh, so but, yes. but, but, but right now uh, we have the the the, the contract brewings uh, uh, license in Thailand, so it's it, it's quite dynamic and, and and active right now because they don't have to go abroad to to brew beer and, and sell beer in the market. Now we have the option. We are the one 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 brewery but i think by the end of this year there's a second brewery that can provide the oem services okay contract brewing services yeah, yeah. That, that that that's one part and another part is uh, uh to getting the the license for blue pub in thailand getting easier i okay. think the government changed uh, the law last year uh, we used to have um, a quite high barrier to to get the license for for blue pub, you know, a ten million baht uh, capital requirement, and uh, the uh, brewing equipment got to have the capability of a uh, hundred thousand liter idea. Okay, that's that's the requirement. That means you got to build. Uh, the big brewery um, yeah. to get the to get the blue pub. Uh, what what do I mean by blue pub? You mean you can only uh, blue beer and sell beer uh, inside the brewery. You know, you cannot yeah. do canning, cannot do cannot send your beer uh, to to other uh, restaurant. Okay, but it you see it's quite conflict, right? They require you. To have a, a big brewery, but you yeah. cannot sell outside. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's uh, that's a stupid game. You know? That's that's the law that that written with the with the with the evil mind. You know, with the bias. <laughs> that's why I say fuck them. You know, I I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> Actually, can I something that occurred to me there because um. So the ban on home brewing and on beer in total, like, is that when has that always been there? Like, is it a yes? Is it left, is it left over like from a kind of a colonial time law that was like meant to stop in the, the local culture, or where did it I come think, from? I think the law is um it's been like that for maybe fifty years, seventy years, but but they never imagined that that one day. Thai people are gonna wake up and yes. and want to brew beer at home. <laughs> I think I think the law of Britain and they forgot already that that one day you know some Thai people 
and some guy, some random guy, gonna wake up and and dream of brewing beer at home. <laughs> but now, but now, <laughs> but now, yeah, but but now it's changing. From what you said, like if the sorry, just think so. You have the the big breweries, and now you have these new ones that you say can do the kind of contract brewing. So, are they perfectly legal breweries as well, or are they kind of slightly perfectly legal? Perfectly okay. legal. Yeah. And after eight times uh, that I get caught by the excite department, I also have the the, the legal uh, brewery license. It's a blue pub. So, okay. So now now we have uh, a blue pub license for three years already. All right. Okay. So you're and and with that, I told you that the the law changing the condition for the license uh, since last year, uh, everything uh, uh, getting easier. Uh, I think by the end of this year, we're gonna have maybe ten or fifteen more brewery in Thailand. Wow. And maybe 40, 50 brewery next year. So everybody, every province is now, there's a project uh, uh, coming in in the Excite department. They want to start up the, <laughs> their own brewery after they uh, illegally <laughs> brewing for almost 10 years. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> want, want, their, want their own breweries. <laughs> and I think it's it, it quite exciting, Tom. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, and obviously, I mean, that, the you know having having legal breweries now it doesn't take away from the home brewing if anything people it encourages exactly. even more of it so it, it's not a exactly. it's not a dichotomy even though you know the the, the law doesn't say that uh, uh, a home brew is illegal you have to go through the process you know to get the license to do home brew but I I don't think that that's practical right yeah but. But I think to do home brew and, and to practice uh, brewing for yourself and, and drinking, you know, in a small circle of your friends, I think I think it's okay, you know. Even though it's still illegal, but I don't think they can enforce on on on, on that front. That that. But but if you sell your your home brew beer, I think they're gonna come if you're popular. <laughs> <laughs> But most people not quite popular, so they didn't show up at at, at your doorstep. <laughs> they're not going door to door to worry about it. Exactly, they don't have time. They don't have manpower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the thing. A lot of times when you see the laws, like, don't you have anything better to do than worry about this? <laughs> and um, that's why I say that uh, anything you cannot do, maybe maybe you can do in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> so where where does it go? Then you've all these breweries setting up. What what is the actual big beer scene like there now? Is it you know is it still dominated by some big breweries and these are regional breweries? Is what's the beer? Are they all brewing the same beer types or well, what are people drinking or doing? Or I think even though we we are so excited about remember that it just it just ten years passed. See when. Um, in the in the US, it takes about 30 years, 40 years, right? Yep. Before they pen, penetrate the market share about 20% now in the US. Right? I don't know in in other country. So Thailand right now, the craft beer market, I think best case is about 0.5%. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so that's been, but 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 the attention, you know, the yeah. attention for the craft beer, the um, the movement, you know, is quite it it quite large. But in terms of the numbers, you know, it's, it's quite small. But but that's but that's good. a good news, right? That's a good news. I mean, a lot of opportunity. I think I expect, you know. Five years from now, you know, we can maybe we can have it about two or three percent. Right. Two or three percent from uh, three hundred thousand uh, Thai million baht. That, that that that's a huge number. So still quite small. Right, and that still allows you. I mean, the main thing that you got out of this, and that you're interested in, or one of the main things, is the the friendship, the community. So. Exactly. When you're still, when you're still small, you can all help each other. But, There's no one worrying about trying to. But but we don't expect somebody gonna get big, you know, because the I I, I think that um, the business model for for the future of twenty first century, it it's not gonna be like you know the big monopoly sixty seventy years ago. Um, yeah. A couple of reasons because everything was um, democratized, right? Uh, knowledge is democratized, the law is changing, uh, the machine is democratized, and, and the information is being sharing. So I see the future of Thai Kabia is going to be a quite local business. Right. Do not allow anybody to, uh, to, to go too big because. Because the local can can defend themselves uh, with the knowledge and 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 that's good, right? I think that's that is supposed to be, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I... that's supposed to be, and and that's a, also the lesson learned when 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 I keep tracking how the US are doing about in terms of craft beer and then some. A big name, you know, they, they expand too fast and, and a lot of mistake and 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 debt and and, and they have to sell uh, the company. That yeah. that's a sad story. I think you read about that story every day, right? In the yeah. US, you know, big, big name already sell to the to somebody already, and and and, and I don't think um, and I think we came later. We 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 read a lot of story and and I think. We should do something different, right? Yeah, because that's something a few people have said to me before when I talked to them. Is it, it's all great to think you're going to build this huge brewery, but the more when you make more beer, the hard, you've then got the hard part, which is trying to sell it. Exactly. Make, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And if you can't sell it, you're in trouble. Whereas, yeah. So I think um, instead of uh, have two or three uh, new face, you know, I. I'm more than happy to see a hundred new faces. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and like I said, when you're only a small part of the market, then yeah, you're not you're not competitors. You're the the big market is your competition, so you you can all help each other, and it's a community. And where and, and I think that's this is the core culture of of, of, of the tough beer, right? I think yeah. everyone when when I met at the you know, at the exhibition, at the uh, South Asia Sea Blue, we call, and, and it seemed like we, 
we feel the same, we think the same, and 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 it's sharing culture. So I think to keep it that way, <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. For 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 Thai craft beer, or global Thai craft, uh, a global craft beer mindset. Yeah. yeah. And where do you? Um. Yeah. So we're talking about local there, and you know. So most of what um is being brewed in Thailand, I suppose, by home brewers is kind of classical styles at the moment. Is there much that people are that you know of that people are experimenting with specific Thai ingredients or Thai styles? That, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Um I think they are experimenting almost every fruits in Thailand, you know. <laughs> Thailand's a lot of fruits, right? <laughs> <laughs> we even do uh, a, a durian beer. <laughs> yeah, we, we we tried that before, and 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 uh, we do tom yam. You know, you know tom yam. Yeah, tom yam beer uh, with the sour and, and and spicy and and all this thing and flowers and many. Yeah, I think I think um, I think five people quite creative on. On on testing, right? Otherwise, uh, Thai food uh, not going to become one of uh, a top ten <laughs> of, of food recipe in, in the world, right? So, so that yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, craft beer fit quite perfectly with the with the Thai's way of uh, of living. Okay, yeah, because I just wasn't sure that when it's still. When people are still kind of learning whether they're just going to be following recipes and if they'd got to the the kind of making your own recipe stage yet or or yeah but it sounds like you have so what are you doing in a, um like in your bar now uh, any pictures i've seen any videos i mean it always seems to be busy is it again please <laughs> your your own bar any pictures or videos i've seen there on the internet it's oh. always busy are you i don't know i think People wake up for the craft beer movement after election. I think uh, the prime minister, prime minister to be, you know, they, they quite have a a, um, a fairly approach for Thai craft beer, you know. And then and it seems like um, um, they are waking up and 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 they read, they they learn the history of a Thai craft beer, and and now they. They found where it started, how how Kabir started, and 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 they want to at least want to 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 drink at my bar okay. at Kokret, you know. And but but also it's it's very difficult. You you know you have to park your car, you have to cross the river with a long tailboard, it and 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 once you get on the island, you know. And, no pause, no sigh, you get lost. <laughs> but that's but that's part of the design, you know. I want people to <laughs> to to explore and, and and to discover. So I have a a fresh good beer ready for them. So it seems like it's the price. <laughs> but 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 because of um it 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 it's difficult to get there. And then that means once they get there, it means they 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 share my they they can talk across the table and they want to express they want to they want to enjoy and, and it seems 
it seemed like a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy place every day, <laughs> every day. And it opened only two days a week, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday only. <laughs> and and, and, and this, you can imagine about the, the energy of uh, the, the customer and also the energy of me and, and, and the teams, you know, because we work only at the bar only two days a week. So, so that means we throw everything every weekend. <laughs> I, I, I just saw a few videos, you know, people posted online. It looks like I wish I wish I was near it because it looks like a great bar to visit. Like you said, it would be, it, it be wonderful if you live nearby. But of course, I think if you have a chance to stop by Bangkok, of course, I think you have to come see me, right, Brian? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, but you you don't have any plans to grow it. Like you're happy with the size of it and everything that you're. Oh, you're I think uh, my my vision I think changed after ten years of cheap beer. Yeah, last December it's been ten years already cheap beer, and I think I would like to expand. Yeah, okay. I would like to expand. I would like to expand, but I'm very very careful of the model that. That, that I want to expand, but you know, at least you know, um, many brands, many of my students, you know, they 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 start uh, they are in the commercial phase already, and they sell beer everywhere. They sell beer in a convenience store, okay. They, they, but 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 not cheap beer. Cheap beer never sell beer to anybody. Cheap beer never sell beer to the restaurant. Cheap okay. beer always served beer by cheap tea, okay? And, and I think if I want to grow, I think I want to grow through the uh, tap room to the bar channel. That's okay. so, so, uh, so, so that I can control uh, the supply chain end to end. Start from making, brewing, Logistic distributing and serving experience with 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 a customer. So at least you know I know who drink my beer. So I can adjust. I can keep it for free. I can I can do me. I can do anything. So I thought I I better go for um, the experience more than the, right. the the quantity that I want to sell. That that's I think. That's the master plan that I want to grow cheap. Yeah. Okay. So, so but you can you owning them? You, it's not a you. You're not going to go down a kind of a franchise model. It sounds like. Um, I don't, I don't want to call franchise, but uh, I think I would like to call it a partnership. I still own every every outlet, but but I need. I want to treat them like a partner, not like employees. So right. I want to do the open accounting. I want to teach them the business one-on-one. I want to teach them about sale number, cost number, cross profit, net profit. And, and we're going to open every number. And, and, and we're going to share the surplus based on our value contribution. I think that that that's the idea that I have right now. That I want to grow uh, the 
uh, the tap room model like that. Okay. So I don't know if we call that a franchise or not, but, but no, yeah, I, I don't know, but but yeah, it's not but, like yeah, because I thought when 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 they say do franchise, you know, yeah, 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 pay me, okay, <laughs> you're <Yeah>. franchisee, and <laughs> I I'm, I'm rich, but 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 you blow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I I don't want to to do like that. Um, and the channel that that I pick, you know, to growing my 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 business to to grow cheat beer business, I I call cheat hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cheat hole bar, so cheat hole tap room, cheat hole. So so you bring cheat beer at cheat hole. <laughs> so so that's the model of our cheat hole uh, business model. Okay, okay, it, and. How close are you to to doing that, or is it still an idea you're working on? Or oh, I I, I already start uh, the first uh, chitho in the city. All right, and, okay. You see, I'm way behind. And and, and uh, everything you know, quite 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 good, but still uh, many more things you know to add on and and and, and to get the, the the model and and yeah. the experience and the number right. And I think right now we are running at revenue about 60% of the potential that, that I think I can drive the sale uh, per month. We, it, it's just three months old, but I think it give me another six months so I can build uh, the, the business model uh, using uh, the real number from 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 sale and you know and have you seen any difference in in what types of beer are selling between that and your your existing bar like so it's a city and you know your other your your first bar is off on the island this one is in the city is there any I difference think, uh, of course you know in the island is a it's a mix between uh, beer from the uh, legal brewery and also beer from the uh, undercover brewery <laughs> <laughs> because it's a it's a, it's a lab. So okay, uh, people asking me uh, how how can we tell which one come from the brewery, which one come from a uh, cocklet? I told them see the price. <laughs> you you can tell by the price. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, beer that we serve at the cheat hall, I think because I already have a, a brewery, right? So so we, we bring beer from, from the brewery. And okay. also we have the alliance of breweries. So now I can get the fresh beer also from other breweries. So 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 it's a it's a good place you now to bring beer from, from the breweries. But uh, let me tell you that's uh that's still illegal. Okay. Because they do not allow you to move beer out of the brewery, but but that's how I fight. I thought beer, we already paid the tax. Why can't we serve my beer anywhere? That's I say fuck you. I want to say fuck you again because I already paid tax for the beer. See how come I cannot serve my beer to my customer? In my bar, what the fuck is that? What's, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? That's very common sense, you see. I already pay tax. 
Yeah. Well, that's, that's really the main thing that most people or that most governments are worried about. Once you've paid the tax, hey. Yep. And, and, and I think I, I, I want to fight again. And, and I, I know that uh, they're going to show up at my buy in any days. Huh? So you, so you, you <laughs> let me summarize. So the last 10 years, you started off home brewing and fighting. You've been fined eight times, and now you finally got all the license. You've got all these home brewers you've trained, and you've got a whole home brewing craft brewing scene that you've created. So now you're starting another fight. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I think we need to, you know, get about this stupid law that 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 I don't know who set it up by. Even my set that do not allow Thai people to participate in building uh, strong economies, and I think I think we should get it all that you know. That's a fake fiction, you know, and 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 that's why we we still poor because uh, they do not allow Thai people to participate. They do not allow Thai people to compete. You know, they do not allow Thai people to upskill, you know, to improve themselves, to improve their family. And, and to, I think that's a sad, that's a sad thing. And, and, and that's unfair. I think, I think we are now, you know, <laughs> in the 21st century already. And, and I think all the stupid idea that, that we used to comply and conform, I think just asking the common sense. I think I want, I want Thai law to to obey the common sense and 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 empowering Thai people to participate in building the the economy. That's fucking easy, right? That's fucking stupid. That's fucking simple idea, right? Very very simple idea. <laughs> it's very simple. See, I, I mean, I I don't know enough about the Thai economy, but it seems like it is very much from what you're saying. It's very much against small businesses. Exactly. Exactly, but but, but but that mean but but that mean if we don't go for that model, that mean you are in the model of protected someone, right? Yeah. Protected somebody, right? But 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 we want to be free. We want we want free economy. Yeah. We want a market based economy. We all thought about that. We all teach about that. And we all dream about that. Why can't we create that? Why then? Why, why can't we create market-based economy? Yeah. No. And I'm challenging not not only Thailand, every country, every country, including you know the developing uh, the most developed country. They are the you know right now something something go wrong almost yeah. in every country. They do well, not allow market-based economy. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you, you look at an awful lot of them. Yeah, I mean, there is what I'm always amazed at is I, I came across like in America, which you think of as having a really free, open economy, but you need to be kind of licensed to cut hair or something like that, and it's all purely the the hairdressers are protecting their own market, and you know, it's weird, weird licensing laws. Yeah, I think like. Licensing is okay, but at least you know, make it make it to the make common the sense right and, and, and 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 transparent somehow. It okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, like make licensing yeah, if you're protecting the consumer, but if you're just licensing to stop people getting into the same market, then that's two different things. They always claim to protect consumer, okay? Consumer not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so so listen, I've had you for nearly an hour, so I mean, it's been brilliant. I didn't know an hour had passed, but uh, um, but so where do you think you're going? I mean, you've achieved so much with just just like getting the whole home brewing off the market, like you said, by accident. You've you've achieved your aim of you're no longer, I presume, lonely because you have people coming to you every day for your beer. So that's that's been worked, and now you're you're starting off building another chain of you know a second range of businesses around the beer. So where do you, where are you, where are you going from this? And then where do you think you kind of touch on this, but where's the, the Thai craft beer scene going after that? I think, I think we're going to have a good, uh, a local Thai craft beer, but I want, I want to tell the story, the good story, all the good story about, many brands of Thai craft beer to the world. So, so that's mean, I want to tell that story to the uh, touch point called Chit Hong. So, so at least you now I can, I can play a part to, uh, to bring Thai craft beer in the, in the global stage. I think I, I want to play in, 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 in that arena so that you know, one, you have a touch point. So maybe you want to come see me in Thailand. <laughs> you want to come to discover the story about uh, many amazing story. And, and, and I think that's, a, that's not only serving beer, but I think I want to serve my country as well. So, so that's my vision. I want, I want beer to be a part of our, of our, um, uh, moving Thailand forward. Right. Uh, well, um, it's a great vision, um, and like I said, you've achieved so much in it already. It's 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 amazing, really. And I know, like just from talking to a few other people, you see, I mean, you're you're so widely admired in in Asia, anyway, and in, in the Asian beer scene. Um, I don't know about outside of if your story has reached outside yet, but um, definitely within Asia, it seems to be very well known. Um, and a lot of respect there. Thank you for 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 pick up the spot <laughs> for, for pick up the story of of cheap beer. Okay, uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a first um, international interview. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> maybe maybe in a few months or in a year when you've we see where you've got to then because it sounds like you'll have achieved an awful lot more again. Maybe we can. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm more. Yeah. I, I wanted to be on with you again. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Listen, Chit, thanks a million for your time. Um, we have, sorry, we do have one or two people watching at the moment. Um, does anybody have any questions for Chit before we leave? Um, I guess not. I guess we we've kind of talked talked for an hour, so we must have covered everything. Um, I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well then. Um, that's all I can say. So, so thanks again for your time. Um, brilliant story. Brilliant. Um, loved, loved talking to you. I didn't realize we had been talking for an hour. So that, that's always a good sign. <laughs>
I'll, I'll end it there. So, and I'll just um, play an outro video and um, say goodbye to everyone. And um, yeah, if you're anywhere near Thailand, anywhere near Bangkok, make sure to go and check out Chit's Bar, um, either the original or the new Chitho in. It's somewhere in the middle of Bangkok. I wouldn't know the address, <laughs> but check it out. Um, sounds like a, sounds like a place well worth visiting. Um, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. All right. Bye.